Illinois lawmakers' insatiable appetite for sexualizing other people's children in public schools. The newest manifestation of the creepy desire of Springfield leftists to normalize deviance in children is the laughably named Keeping Youth Safe and Healthy Act, SB 818, a bill composed entirely of socially constructed leftist beliefs from leftist lawmakers aided and abetted by leftist pro-abortion and LGBTQ organizations. SB 818 would require all public schools, including charter schools, to align lower grade teaching on personal health and safety with national sex education standards, which too are leftist social constructions. And it would require all upper grade sex education to align with those same standards. So, in order to understand exactly what Illinois children would be taught, Illinoisans must read not just the bill, but also the National Sex Education Standards, which I did to save our readers time. The bill also requires that all materials presented to K-5 through students in health and safety units be, quote, age and developmentally appropriate and culturally appropriate. More on that shortly. When the bill's sponsor, State Senator Ram Villavalam, a Democrat from Chicago, was asked by State Senator Sue Rezin, Republican from Morris, Illinois, for the breakdown of what's to be taught for second grade, fifth grade, and eighth grade, he responded, quote, In younger grades, like kindergarten through second, the focus is on personal safety, what it means to be a good friend, and being able to talk to parents and trusted adults when someone wants you to do something that makes you feel uncomfortable or unsafe, end quote. He forgot to mention that since his bill would require that all public schools that provide personal health and safety units in grades K through 2 align with the national sex education standards, by the end of second grade, students will be expected to, quote, define gender, gender identity, and gender role stereotypes and how those sex-based conventions may limit behavior, end quote. They will also be expected to, quote, Identify different kinds of families, for example, cohabiting and same-gender families, end quote. This is the breakdown Villa Vallum provided for grades 3 through 5, and I quote him. In grades 3 to 5, instruction continues to cover healthy relationships and safety, but also delves into what children at those ages are experiencing, like the physical, social, and emotional changes related to puberty, end quote. Hmm, sounds innocent enough except he conveniently omitted this information, which comes straight from the National Sex Education Standards for Comprehensive Personal Health and Safety, with which SB 818 mandates alignment. In grades 3 through 5, the sex ed standards, and therefore his bill, would require boys and girls in co-ed settings to explain common human sexual development, including masturbation, Describe the potential role of hormone blockers on young people who identify as transgender. Distinguish between sex assigned at birth and gender identity and explain how they may or may not differ. Define and explain differences between cisgender, transgender, gender non-binary, gender expansive, and gender identity. Explain that gender expression and gender identity exist along a spectrum. 
Define sexual orientation and differentiate between sexual orientation and gender identity, end quote. Many parents would argue that it's not the role of government-employed educators to teach other people's 8- to 11-year-old children about masturbation or gender expansiveness. Remember, if this law passes, no school would be able to provide any teaching in grades K-5 through on personal health and safety unless it included the information just outlined. In 2020, Villa Vallum tried to pass the REACH Act, which would have required all public schools, including charter schools, to teach comprehensive sex ed in grades K through 12. The bill failed, so that tricksy little devil, Villavalum, rejiggered it in such a way as to get disordered, age-inappropriate material before innocent little eyes. He did that by requiring in SB 818 all personal health and safety teaching to align with the deviant national sex education standards. Very cunning, very cunning indeed. Villavalum then offered this skeletal outline of grades 6 through 12 teaching in response to Rezin's question, and I quote him, Then in 6th through 12th grade, sexual health education builds on previous lessons to continue discussions on personal safety, healthy relationships, identity, and begins to incorporate information related to sexual health, end quote. Well, that's kind of, sort of, what the national sex education standards with which schools will have to align would require. I'll try to slap some meat on those skeletal bones. In grades 6 through 8, students must be taught about intersex conditions. They must analyze how peers, family, and a person's intersecting identities can influence attitudes, beliefs, and expectations about gender, gender identity, gender roles, and gender expression. Middle schoolers must recall the definition of sexual orientation and explain that most people have a sexual orientation. They must define bisexual, lesbian, gay, queer, two-spirit, asexual, and pansexual. They must define vaginal, oral, and anal sex. They must explain there are many methods of short- and long-term contraception that are safe and effective and describe how to access them. They must list at least four methods of contraception that are available without a prescription. For example, condoms, emergency contraception, and withdrawal. And they must describe pregnancy options, including abortion. In grades 9 through 12, students must define reproductive justice and explain its history and how it relates to sexual health. And in grades 11 through 12, students must explain how support from peers, families, schools, and communities can improve a person's health and well-being as it relates to gender identity and gender expression and sexual orientation, and students must analyze how homophobia, transphobia, racism, ableism, classism can influence decisions regarding sexual behaviors. Supporter of this pernicious bill, State Senator Linda Holmes, Democrat from Aurora, Illinois, pontificated foolishly in a Senate hearing, and I quote her, I think what we are doing when we are teaching, again, age-appropriate, medically accurate sex education to our children, we are arming them with knowledge, and I don't know when that has ever been a bad thing, end quote. When seeking to indoctrinate children with leftist sexuality dogma, 
Leftists blather on about age appropriateness and cultural appropriateness as if those terms constitute objective, transcendent, universal criteria rather than socially constructed and imposed leftist standards. Both terms are used to include ideas leftists love and exclude, that is censor, all ideas leftists hate. Some steely-spined lawmakers should demand specific definitions for those terms from leftists. They should demand to know who exactly constructed the criteria that define age-appropriate, developmentally appropriate, and culturally appropriate. They should ask if the age-appropriate criteria are objective and inarguably true, or subjective and arguable. Holmes doesn't know when knowledge has ever been a bad thing? Has she not read Frankenstein? Has she not heard of gain-of-function research? If knowledge is never a bad thing, why not teach children about polyamory, zoophilia, or kink? Oh, wait, I know. Those particular forms of sexual deviance are not age, developmentally, and culturally appropriate, according to mysterious leftist criteria. While conservatives busy themselves dismissing the incrementalism of leftists in Springfield, leftists in Springfield busy themselves with incrementally imposing their screwball ethics, disordered beliefs, and deviant sexuality with the determination of arrogant authoritarians everywhere.